Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Meow, meow, meow. Take two. <laughs> no, no one knows that we did it wrong the first time. Well, now they do. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Everybody Wants to Be a Cat Podcast. Yes! I hope you've had a good week. That was an opening and a half. Doll. Well I don't done. do it by halves. <laughs> Once again, Riley's not here, so we've got producer Zane producer on Zane. as co-host. Ah, la, 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 la. So... Tonight, we are going to be talking about some Siamese cats. Siamese cats. We're going to be talking about introducing your cat yeah, when, some you, cat advice. when you adopt it. Yeah. Yeah? Cool. Yeah. Um, we're also going to be talking about some of my favorite. I'm going to like maybe do a bit of a spoiler, but my favorite Disney cats. Cats. Plural. And then we're going to get into our Instacat. Of the week and our best friend feline profile of the week. I can't wait. Yes! I love that. I love best friend feline cats. They're the best. I spend so much time on that website at work. I now split between RSPCA and best friends feline. <sighs> I know. I troll through, to be honest, the reason I troll through the RSPCA one is that I'm waiting for a Devon Rex to, to just pop up. Oh. And you'll just run. Just run and get it. I mean, it's going to be like a serious deliberating talk between me and Jason to let me get a second cat because I don't think it's going to happen. But if a Devon Rex gets on there, we're going to look at it. Mm. You know? What about a Maine Coon? <sighs> the thing that scares me about Maine Coons and just long hair cats just in general in is, Australia. Yeah. Mm. I feel like it's really cruel. Not to like not calling out people that own Maine Coon cats, it's fine, but it's just knowing my internet bill and not internet, sorry. Yeah. Electricity. <laughs> electricity, electricity internets, potato, potato, <laughs> potato vodka. Um, yeah, I just I wouldn't have like a cold enough house for them. Yeah, yeah. You know? It's the same with long haired dogs. Long haired pets, it's it's tough. Oh, it's like when Queensland. you see a husky. Yeah. And you go, Oh, Jesus. All right, well, shall I Talk for a while about how to introduce your cat. Please do. Tell me all about it. Okay. So we what do we know about cats? They're social creatures. Sometimes. Well, they are like as a species, they like other cats. Yes, yes. Usually. Yes. Um, and they're much happier when they have some sort of company, either a human, who, which they view as a big cat. Science has shown a big dumb cat who can't hunt for itself. <laughs> so they're like uh, bird, I've, dead bird look, for you. <laughs> I'm worried about the way you've been eating. So I've gone and I've got you a treat. So there you go. Please eat healthy for once. <laughs> I'm very concerned. I don't know where Fifi's going to hunt you a mouse or a rat or a bird in this building. I know. I'm. It's a very Zane's clean building, building is a fortress. That's right. There is nowhere for Fifi to go. We are. Th- this is a doomsday prep. Yeah. 
it's the very scenario. got it's got that bunker feeling. <laughs> So I know where I'm going when there's the end of the world. I'm oh, just yeah, going to find an empty unit in this building. One floor up, yeah. zombie proof. Just, yeah. Uh, hanging out. So, so when you get a new cat, it's, it's kind of, it is tempting to just kind of throw them together and let them kind of figure out their own. But then you're going to have fights and yeah, blood. And- that's something that works with dogs sometimes, but not always with cats. Yeah, yeah. So there are a few things that you can do to kind of get things going uh, and get the introduction happening a bit more, a bit more. Yeah, yeah. Smooth. Tell me all about it because I'm trying to convince Jason to let me get a second cat. Okay, so cats live in loose base family groups with a loose hierarchy in the wild. Usually the leader of the group is the mother and in your house, that's you. You are the mother and siblings have a ranking of their own and it changes is not static. Like you can't, you don't have a, a one, two, three, four, five. They, it changes. It's like Abby Lee Miller's like dance pyramid. Like it's constantly yeah. changing. And so then these family groups uh, have a defined territory and that's very important to cats. So right. territory is marked by joint family scent, which is the same. So when a cat is rubbing up against you with its cheek, mm. it's sharing its scent with you and making a, a family scent. Oh, yeah. is that what they're doing? That's what they're doing. Cleo's doing that so much at the moment. Aww. Maybe because she can smell Fifi. <laughs> <laughs> so the cat knows who the, the territory belongs to. So when you're bringing a new cat in, it's very important that you don't just kind of throw a new smell into the family smell because they're treated like an outsider. Yeah. So the best way to deal with that first is designate a safe room. Yeah. A place where they, the new cat can just be by themselves, safe, not be hassled by other pets uh, or other cats so that they can kind of, you know, adjust to the new surroundings. Mm. But put a blanket or something that has other cat smell on it in so that room. So they can room. get used to it. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. once you've had that cat for a day or so, put something that they've been on in the new space so that the new cat, your old cat can get used to the new cat smell. Yeah. And then if they share those blankets a bit, you swap the blankets again and they develop that smell a little bit if you're having a real problem. So after you've introduced the cat sense, you are supervised interaction. That's when you open the door and you let old cat in or new cat out and just see how things go. Mm. And you can always kind of be there and it's kind of your job as mother cat to supervise and make sure that new cat doesn't get bullied or old cat doesn't get bullied. I want to get, can we get everybody wants to be a cat t-shirts that say mother cat. (laughs) In this house, I'm mother cat. (laughs) Yes, we can. We can do that. I will do that. Uh, so, and during these meetings, it's also very important that you're involved with the cats because you want to get your smell on both of them. Yeah. So that they both know that they have you in common. Yeah. So you're part of the family group. Mm. Uh, so don't worry about like hissing and posturing at first because that's just something that cats do to figure out who's how- gone, who's yeah. here, what's going on. Yeah. Like, where are the boundaries? What can we do that? Yeah. Well, well <laughs> where can I push you? Um, <laughs> But if it goes on for too long, then you just kind of take a step back, keep it in the safe room, keep the scent swapping around, and then once everything is fine yeah. and cats are interacting normally, then you merge the territories. You give everyone run of the whole house 
and see how it goes there. And if anything ever happens again, you just take a step back Mm. and you give them the safe room again and then, yeah. Make them feel safe. Yeah. As I think, cats love to have a place that they can retreat to. Um, I know that Fifi has three of them. She has has the little cubby hole down there. Yeah, little cubby hole in the corner of my bedroom. She loves to get in my wardrobe and nest on a bag of clothes that I've got. And then she has a little cubby hole down in the living room. Yeah. Luckily, I have and a whole her little of... spot behind the couch. Oh, she loves behind it's the couch. It's so funny because, like, <laughs> Zane's got this, like, because he hosts so many podcasts. He's got like a podcast table with microphone set up, and from the podcast table, you can see the gap behind the couch, and then all of a sudden, you'll just see these like big eyes <laughs> just looking out at you. Because and... Fifi is fifty percent eyes. Oh, I solid seventy five, <laughs> solid seventy five percent eyes on the head. <laughs> Yeah, and that's how that's the best way to kind of introduce a new cat into a house. Now, if you if it's a new cat with no cat around the house, you can kind of speed it forward a little bit and you just have to get the cat used to your scent yeah. and your interaction and then they'll do the rest themselves. Mm. They're not unintelligent creatures. They are no, kind of social by nature. They are not. Yeah. They are V-smart. You know what is a very smart breed of cat? Siamese. Siamese kitties. So, um, I love Siamese cats. My favorite Siamese cat that we've already talked about on the podcast is Elvis, <laughs> who's very famous on the My Favorite Murder podcast because he meows when you ask him if he wants a cookie. Yes, he wants a cookie. He always wants a cookie all the time. So. Siamese cats are very sophisticated looking and they look like they're dressed for a ball, which I think (laughs) is so true. Um, So cats with light coloured coats set off with black masks, ears, paws and tail. They have been known in Thailand, formerly Siam. Who to thunk? Um, for centuries. Ancient manuscripts depict the cats, but they were not seen in the West until the late 19th century when they were exhibited at the Crystal Palace Cat Show in London. Not everyone appreciated their unusual appearance, but they quickly became fashionable pets. By the turn of the century, if not earlier, they were popular in the United States as well. President Rutherford B. Hayes, who was president from 1877 till 1881, and his wife Lucy were the recipients of a uh, Siamese cap shipped to them in 1878 by David B. Sickles, a U.S. diplomat stationed at the consulate at Th- in Thailand. Oh. A, letter for, a letter from Sickles detailing the gift is on file at the Rutherford B. Hayes Presidential Center in F- Fremont, Ohio. Cool. Road trip. Let's sure. go. At first, only the cats with seal points with uh, a dark brownish black were shown, but blue, chocolate and lilac point Siamese were soon developed and accepted in the show ring. Today, Siamese come in different point colours and patterns, including tabby points and smoke points. The Siamese itself is a natural breed, meaning its original pointed pattern was the result of a genetic mutation. The breed has contributed to the creation of many other uh, breeds, including the Balinese, which are beautiful cats. Oh, my gosh, they're so cute. And Orientals, they're bizarre-looking cats. They are, the giant ears. Oh, so weird. Um, I actually really like Orientals. Oh, I just – it's – I feel like there's a there's a line with me on them and then they just stop being endearing and then just start becoming parts of my nightmares, you know? <laughs> Oh, Oriental. They the, are a little gremlin-like. Very. 
Um, the Himalayan division of the Persian, the Tonkinese. I love Tonkinese kitties. They're so cute. And the Havana brown. The Siamese is recognized by all cat associations. In Thailand, the cats were called W-I-C-H-I-E-N-M-A-A-T. Wichinamata. I don't know. That sounded incredibly racist from me. I apologize. Some people prefer it to... I'll prefer it to as an old style Siamese. It shares the pointed coat and domineering personality of the Siamese, but has a more moderate body type. So the personality of a Siamese. We are Siamese, if you please. <laughs> no, you skipped ahead. Spoiler. You skipped ahead. Those lines sung by the two haughty Siamese cats in Lady and the Tramp, we'll get to it, express the Siamese cat's personality. Perhaps the most important thing to know about these cats is they're very talkative and opinionated. <laughs> Don't get into a debate with a Siamese cat. You'll you always lose. lose. They will tell you exactly what they think in a loud, raspy voice and they expect you to pay attention and act on their advice. (laughs) Siamese cats are extremely fond of their people. They like to be helpful and will follow you around and supervise your every mood. When you are sitting down, a Siamese will be on your lap. That's what I love about Elvis in all of Georgia Hardstock's Instagrams of the cats. Elvis is just chilling on her lap. Like I dream of that. So far, I haven't had a lap cat, but that's okay. Just be sure that you have time to spend with this demanding creature. Um, Siamese do not like being left on the, the on their own for long periods, and if you work during the day, it can be smart to get two of them. Hoy, two Siamese cats—that would be a lot to keep each other to keep each other company. They're intelligent. Can you imagine agile. the conversations, though. <laughs> <laughs> That is one of my favorite YouTube videos, those two cats talking. <laughs> oh, my God, so funny. Um, uh, keep the keep their very, like, active. So keep their brain active with puzzle toys and their, body, their bodies to be exercised with teaser toys that they can chase and a big cat tree that they can climb. Never leave them without any form of entertainment or you will likely come home to find that he has reprogrammed your TV to record only nature shows. That's really <laughs> cute. Or has like completely ripped apart all of your toilet paper. Mm, um, one or the other. One or the other. So uh, there are some health problems, as there are in a lot of bred cats. Um, so amyloidosis. 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 That sounds better. A disease that occurs when a type of protein called amyloid is deposited in body organs is primarily in the liver of the Siamese. They do, because of their, like, they're known for, like, their raspy voice, they do have, like, an asthma slash bronchial problem and then congenital heart defects such as aortic stenosis. So for your care, they do have like a, they are known for like their beautiful shiny coat. So you want to brush them so you can distribute the oils. Um, it's a good idea. Coat. They are. It's a good idea to keep um, Siamese cats as indoor only. Oh my gosh. Okay. So this was like two years ago or something. There was like a, a feral cat hanging out Aww. at my um, boyfriend's parents' house and they were trying to catch it because it was a beautiful looking cat and, you know, obviously they didn't want it to be hurting wildlife yeah, and everything. Yeah. So them and the neighbour were like setting up to like try and trap it so then they could get it and take it to a vet and get it looked at and everything. And it's a Siamese. So obviously someone got like a Siamese kitten or something and as a pet just, and then just let it run wild. Yeah. So now the neighbour has a Siamese cat, but Aww. it did take a while for her to like settle down. Calm down, yeah. Because she was like, you know, fending for herself. 
So keep them indoors to protect them from diseases spread by other cats. Um, and also, you know, you don't want cats going outside because then there's more of a chance of them being hit by a car. Um, also because like, and this is, I didn't really realize this was a problem, but it's becoming a lot more prevalent in Australia at the moment is that people are stealing like pedigree pets, not just cats and dogs, not, not, not just cats. I mean, also dogs as well. Like people are going into backyards and stealing cats. My friend Manel, who had a rag doll, which is also a very sought after breed. Her cat was literally stolen from her backyard. Who would do? Why? But, because they want a fancy breed. Oh. They want to well, want a fancy breed of cat. And of and um, you know, a lot of people are dissexing their cat cats nowadays and a lot yeah. earlier than, you know, 10, 15 years ago. So Everyone, it's like you're not gonna if be able to considering stealing a cat, there are so many cats that available need to be adopted. for oh, adoption. Oh, don't do it. Um, so what do they like with kids? They're active and social, so I think they would be like a perfect choice for a family. But not in a Disney film. <laughs> they were a perfect choice for one family, but not for the other family. So my two of my favorite um two of my favorite cats in Disney are Cy and M <laughs> from The Lady and the Tramp. They oh, are very they are gorgeous cats. They're so cute. So they appear in Lady and the Tramp, Lady and the Tramp 2, Scamp's Adventure, <laughs> friend of the podcast, uh, Roger Bart, featured in that, <laughs> and Mickey's House of Villains. Um they were animated by John Sibley, Bob Carlson, and Bill Justice. The voice in the original film was Peggy Lee. Um, then Mary Kay Bergman was Cy in Scamp's Adventure and Tress McNeil was Am. Um, and so, yeah, Lady in the Tramp, 1955. It's a really great film. Earlier versions of the storyline that were um, pre-World War II had the cats appear more sinister Suggesting yellow peril. Oi. Mm, yeah, those are the awkward days of Disney. Yeah, Where the, the ones that we don't like to talk about. No, thank you. So originally they were named Nip and Tuck, and they came <laughs> to the house with Aunt Sarah while Jim, dear, and Darling were still at home and made Lady look bad by committing a series of crimes such as stealing the baby's milk and robbing <gasps> the icebox, then pinning them on Lady. Yeah. In the novelization of the film by Ward Green, written during its production, they tearfully express remorse, causing Tramp's impending execution by hiding the rat's body as a joke, and then they tried to make amends. Aw, so they mm. they tried to help in the novel, though. Yeah. Yeah. So, personality. Cy and M are a sinister pair of cats who use the love they gain from Aunt Sarah to get the others into trouble. Uh, others into a large amount of trouble. Do you remember when they like? They did something and then Aunt Sarah was like, meh, 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 meh. And then they were like on their backs yeah. with their bellies yep. up and Aunt Sarah was like, I love you. Meh, 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 meh. So <laughs> yeah, cute. they knew what they were doing. Just like Fifi does whenever I talk to her and she just kind of rolls over on her back and stretches out. She's like, she's like but like, I'm so cute though. It's like, why are you going to work? Why? Uh, just stay here and rub my tummy. That would be great. <laughs> So um, the cats are sneaky and love to cause trouble and make messes for their own amusement. It is indicated that they care for nothing but each other and take advantage of Aunt Sarah, seeing her as a protector and not as the beloved owner that she is. 
So Cy and M are identical seal point Siamese cats. They are sleek and elegant cream-colored felines with angular wedge-shaped faces and large blue almond eyes, which are oval-shaped and narrow out to points near the ends. They have deep brown facial point with a darker, almost black muzzle and dark triangular ears. Their noses are black and small, (laughs) and they both have two middle incisors that hang over their lower lips and their little fangs. Um, racist, racist, racist. <laughs> um, so Cyanam's owner, Aunt Sarah, is in charge of Lady and the newborn child. Mm. The two cats are commonly seen toted in a picnic basket owned by Aunt Sarah, from which they emerge after they after her brief departure. While Aunt Sarah is upstairs, Cy and Ampom perform their trademark musical number, the Siamese Cat Song. <laughs> During their song, they wreak havoc on throughout the household, claiming it as their own. My favorite bit is um, if because they can hear the baby crying, and then they go, "If there be a baby, there be milk nearby." <laughs> oh, so they good. are so deliciously selfish. They're so naughty. Um, so Scamps Adventure, Lady in the Tram Two. I'm Cyan not familiar M. with this one. No, so that's why I thought, I thought we'd go through it. So Cyan M reappear in the sequel. They are first seen in the opening of the film while Jim Deere and Darling are taking a stroll in town where they meet up with Aunt Sarah. She claims she will be attending their family picnic as Cyan M love Independence Day. All right. <laughs> fireworks? Well, Fifi's up. Is She's ready to have a chat. If, do you like fireworks, Fifi? Oh, no. She's currently engaged in a staring competition with Jess. <laughs> um... They later appear in, in Scamp's fantasy as he wishes to be brave enough to take on threats like Cy and Am. Yeah. Their final scene is in the middle of the film when they attend a picnic with their owner. During the picnic, they are seen attempting to steal the turkey <laughs> until Scamp arrives and scares them into Aunt Sarah's arms. They are not seen for the remainder of the film. What a waste. <laughs> what a waste. <laughs> so a bit of trivia. These two characters have been cited as Asian stereotypes because of their squinty eyes and bucked teeth. Um, with their names combined, Siam is the former name of the Kingdom of Thailand, referencing the cat's heritage and name of the country. Because, they, because they're from a Thai breed, they do have an Asian accent in the film. Originally, they were to have been animated by Ward Kimball, but Walt Disney decided it was too fluidly animated as a result. Almost all of his animation, except one or two shots, according to Kimball, were cut from the final film. They are the only Lady and the Tramp antagonist to be constantly involved in Disney villain merchandise without mentioning Aunt Sarah or the rat. I hate that rat. (laughs) Yeah, the rat is, the rat's a real bad guy. Yeah. Um, the Siamese twin gang from Chippendale Rescue Rangers bear a striking resemblance to Cyan Am. So there you go. There's Cyan Am. Cyan Am. I really like them. You really, you do like, you do like the villain kitties. Yeah, I, I don't know. I love a villain. They're complex, you know. It's true. And cats are complex. They are. Yeah. They're complex creatures. So, speaking of complex. <laughs> 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 I don't know where are you going with this one. <laughs> That's not a segue. Uh, Instagram's Ooh. real complicated. Right? And Instagram's deciding to fail me now. Bye, um, Instagram. I have a ooh. Yes, I have a Instagram cat cats of the week. Um so we've got Dahlia and Dali. 
Dahlia and are they twins? Um, no, they're not. Oh. One's a tabby and one is like a God, what is she? She's beautiful. Where is she from? She kind of looks like my friend's cat Dobby. <laughs> um Does Dobby look like the Harry Potter character? Let me Dobby? show you. Aw. Is it just an orange moggy? Yeah, kind of, but yeah. like really pale. So, um, which one are you? Oh, you're so cute. So, yeah, one's a tabby and one's like an orange little kitty and they have been loving our Instagram lately, so I thought I'd give them a shout-out. And they live in a Porto, Portugal. Aw. How cute is that? Shouts to Portu- Portugal. They love each other and their mum. Oh, they're so sweet. And they look like they love each other and they hang out in their house. Look at that one with his paws up. <laughs> Oh, so cute. So, yes, I'll definitely share them on our Instagram. Oh, and they're, like, sitting on each other. <laughs> so cute. cute. So he's like an orange point. He's yeah. Orange point. Like it, yeah. I've seen a few rag dolls that look like that. Okay. Yeah. I'll find out from Nicole about Dobby's heritage because she looks a lot like Dobby. Um. So, yes, that's our Insta cats of the week, Dali and Dahlia from um, Portugal. Cool. So we've got a kitten. A kitten for from the best week friends from best friends felines. Once again, my phone's decided to. There, I've got she, him there up. he is. There we Solace. Do you want to tell us about Solace? Solace. Solace. Yeah. So he is an outgoing, energetic kitty who loves to explore and play endlessly. <laughs> he loves to play with the other foster kittens and even enjoys playing with his carers' dogs. Oh, so if you got a dog and you want a kitty, that's right. Sol is your boy. Sol enjoys. He's already got a nickname. Sol enjoys an array of toys that entertain him, from balls to toys on a rope, and he loves to play. And will have you giggling at his antics when it's nap time. He loves nothing better than to curl up beside you and have a sleep. No. Sol has a bit of a foot fetish, <gasps> and they are items to be pounced on under sheets. <laughs> In the early hours of the morning. Oh, doll. He also loves ponytails, and if your hair is in a bun, it must be investigated thoroughly. (laughs) (laughs) He's a typical ginger ninja full of personality. Solace is looking for a home where he will be loved forever with endless snuggles to be supplied. Ginger ninja. As his foster family states, he is perhaps one of the easiest fosters they've ever had. As he's just such a little character you can't help but love. Oh, my God. Someone adopt Solace so we can come over and play with him. So he is located in uh, Fernie Hills. Uh, and he loves nothing better than to curl up on you for a cuddle and a snooze. So he's a snuggler <laughs> and he's fine with other cats and he loves to nose bop dogs. Yes. So children over eight. So little ones probably not so much, but no. he's fine with kids over eight as well. And is it true Fifi was from his foster house? Yeah, yeah. So Fifi was fostered with Solace. Mew. Yeah. So go 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 to bestfriendsfelines.com and then the, all their lists of cats are there. Kittens is where you want to go for Solace. He's a, he's a, a lovely ginger cat. He does look very focused in his photo like he's about to pounce on someone. And that's what you want. So you, you want a cat that can play and snuggle. I ran and grabbed Fifi so we could do the closing with her. She smells Aww. like wet food. 
Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'm sorry, I'll get closer to the mic. Um, If you want to follow us on Instagram, we are at the Meow Podcast. We're on Facebook at Everybody Wants to Be a Cat. If you want to send us an email, letting like telling us all about your beautiful little furry friend, you can email us at Everybody Wants to Be a Cat Podcast at gmail.com. Please send us some info about your kitty friends. Um, Please go onto the Best Friends Feline website if you're looking at adopting a pet. If you want to become a foster carer, if you want to make a donation, also if you want to attend their trivia night, which I think will be on before this episode is out, you can go on there and register a table. There's groups of 10. If you would like to join our table, please send us a message because we got to make a booking. Got to make a booking. The... The trivia night is on the 4th of August, and if you're listening to this on the 25th of July. Great. So you have time. You have time. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us today. We miss Riley, but he's busy. Uh, he'll be back. He'll be back lulling you to sleep with his I know I'm, yeah, voice. I miss his voice. Okay. Thank you so much, guys. Have a lovely day. Bye. Meow. Meow. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.